When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're going to play a little game. And then after the game, I am going to tell you about a viral video that is literally... Like, literally, what my nightmares are made of. It is terrifying. What? You are going to die. You're going to die. Don't look ahead. Let's play the game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. Okay, welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We usually played at 10.30, but Steve has to leave today, so we're playing it now. And with a score of 80 for Steve and 65 for Donna Valentine, we have Donald on the line. Where are you calling from today? Today I'm calling from the empty downtown Minneapolis. Downtown Minneapolis. All right. A population of uh, 425,403. What did you say? Population two. Right. Right. You in New York. Ghost town. Yes. Okay. Now, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be, Donald? Uh, Definitely pepperoni pizza, what I had last night. Nice. Oh, nice. Where'd you get it from? Cheesecake Factory. Oh, really? Like a personal pan pizza? The flatbread, it's awesome. Oh, yum. All right. right. Free plug for them. Now, if you win today, you're not getting a pizza. You're going to go home with a MyTalk t-shirt. Now, the topic today, you're going to have to choose between either Donna Donna or Steve. Who knows more about this? The topic today is counties, pop culture things that have something to do with a county. So, Donald, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about counties? Um, I'll display the odds and go with Steve. Yeah, okay, that's right. All right, bye, Donald. Bye. This is the first time that Donna's had to leave the room in like two weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah, I know. People, they go with her all the time. And she's the emotional play, and I totally get that. So I'm, I hope I do well. Okay, all right. Uh, the topic, once again, is counties, pop culture things that have something to do with the county. Now, Donald, just stay quiet in the background while we play. And then after uh, Steve's timer runs out, then we can ask for your help, Okay. Okay. Steve, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we... Oh, uh, you didn't seem... Yeah, yeah, queen. Okay, here we go. Question number one. 2000's TV show about character Ryan Atwood, played by actor Ben McKenzie. Orange County. Question two. Fictional county where Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane took orders from Boss Hogg. Oh, man. Darn it. Don't pass... 1995 movie set in Iowa starring Meryl Streep and Clint Eastwood. 
Bridges of Madison County. Repeat the second. Fictional county where Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane took orders from Boss Hogg. Uh, I'm going to say P. But no, let's say Phillips County, and I'm really trusting that Donald will know the answer. <laughs> okay, hey, Donald, do you Donald. know the answer to number two? Boss Hogg. Uh, um, I think that's before my time. Before your time? Okay. Man, all right, we're going to go with Phillips County. <laughs> okay, right on. Dang it. How old are you, Donald? Okay, Donald. I'm 40. All right, yeah, I'm 36. Thanks for asking. Um, well, hopefully, Donna, I feel like Donna is going to get three out of three. Hog. I've heard of Boss Hog, too. Hey, Donna. Hey, hey guys. Hey. No, don't worry about it. No okay, all Hi. right. Okay, uh, the topic, once again, Donna, is counties. Pop culture things that have something to do with a county. Okay. Okay? Yes. All right. Uh, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Question one. 2000s TV show about character Ryan Atwood, played by actor Ben McKenzie. Next. Fictional county where Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane took orders from Boss Hogg. Oh, gosh. This is the Dukes of Hazard. Hazard County? Question three. 1995 movie set in Iowa starring Meryl Streep and Clint Eastwood. Oh, my God. County... County. Hmm. Hmm. I have no idea. This is very difficult. Okay. Let's go over the questions and answers. Question one. 2000 TV show about character Ryan Atwood, played by actor Ben McKenzie. Steve said Orange County, the OC. uh, And Donna didn't have an answer. And the the answer is the OC. So Steve gets a point for that one. Question two, fictional county where Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane took order from Boss Hogg. Steve said Phillips County. Yes. And uh, Donald was no help at all. (laughs) He played the age card. He was like, that was before my time. And Donna, you're right. It's from Dukes of Hazzard. It's Hazzard County. Okay. uh, Question three, 1995 movie set in Iowa starring uh, Meryl Streep and Clint Eastwood. Oh, Uh, God. I love this movie. Shit. It's the the Bridges of Madison Madison County. County. Steve got that right. I'm so sorry. I even read the book. I've never seen it. But I remember there was a joke that Jay Leno did on The Tonight Show where he said, oh, there's this new thing they're selling now with Bridges of Madison County. It was a tissue box for all the ladies. And then he said, for the fellas that you go and see it with, because Clint Eastwood was in it, mm-hmm. you turned it over and there was a barf bag. Because, <laughs> you know, you were sad that Clint Eastwood was doing Yeah, this. doing right. a movie. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, uh, that's bad news for Donna, but good news for Donald. You want a T-shirt. Woohoo! Yay, right. Very good. Okay, let me put you on hold, and I'll Where get you your go, information Donald? in just a second, Thank okay? You. All right. Well, she's getting their information, Steve. I would like for you to click on the link that I have uh, put inside our um, show grid and describe okay. to people what you are seeing. Okay. And then if you would be so kind as to watch maybe a few seconds of that and then fast forward to two minutes and 50 seconds... Okay, should I listen with volume? Um, you don't have to. Just say things. Okay. Describe what you are seeing. Okay, it's a long look down a trail. Okay. Um, and it appears to be, oh, maybe like a mountain lion or some sort of an animal that then went from the trail. Oh, no, into the woods. Now it's coming <laughs> after the person. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this person spotted an animal down the trail. <laughs> And then the animal went into the weeds, and now it's coming after the person. All right, now I'm going to go when? Two minutes in? Uh, yeah, 250. Try 250. 250. Then All see right. what happens. 
Now the person is backing up. This is horrifying. <laughs> oh, no! I posted this. Oh, my gosh. On the show links page at mytalk1071.com. Oh, my Lord. Isn't this That's crazy? horrifying. Now, this is literally, and I am using that word properly. Yeah. Oh, what my gosh. I dream about. I have had this dream for maybe 10, 12, 13 years. Oh, it's just my word. a recurring dream of being stalked by a mountain lion slash cougar. Oh, we need to explain. Okay, so oh boy, I have a he's he his name is Kyle Burgess and he was on GMA. It mm-hmm. looks like and okay. He's talking about this. This is a new video, so this just. Do you want to hear him speaking yes. about yeah. this? Okay. Yeah, of course. A serene mountain hike, suddenly a race to survive. My adrenaline is pumping so much. On Saturday, avid hiker Kyle Burgess was climbing the trails of Utah's Slate Canyon Park when he noticed an unwanted follower. No! No! Oh my gosh. Go away! Go away! Please go away! A cougar stalking Burgess just after he'd spotted her four cubs along the trail. Burgess starts recording the chase, lasting nearly six minutes. Go away! Go get your babies. Oh, no. I'm not coming back down. At first, the cougar pursues Burgess at a slow pace, but soon she closes in, no. lunging and charging at him, flashing teeth and claws. I definitely thought, like, yeah, I was going to get hurt. The cougar Gosh. continues charging and hissing at Burgess. Come on, dude. I don't feel like dying today. In fear, he hurls a rock toward Jeez. the wild cat, That's quickly causing it to retreat and dart away. I can't even explain on what I thought this would happen, because this is all just crazy to me katie back nbc news oh my gosh okay i didn't know about the cub part just from watching the video oh that's what oh gosh but it is one of the most terrifying videos i've ever seen it's like six minutes where he's walking backwards videoing yep and and you know that that cougar's got those huge fangs and those huge claws and by the way when the cougar is then coming at this guy Imagine he's walking on all fours slowly toward the guy. And then here's what I need to describe it. Like the front two paws flap out as though he was like doing, uh, like slapping the side of the ground. Like, like it was this the, really. Um, the butterfly. The butterfly. Like the butterfly yes, swim that's stroke. exactly right. It's like, horrifying. Oh my gosh. It's so scary. <laughs> it's the scariest thing. It's linked up at mytalk1071.com. Oh, that stressed me out so bad. Oh, man. Let's lighten things up when we come back. Okay. What do you say, Steve? Yeah. Oh, I'm watching that. The video's messing me up. Hey, SNL, (laughs) Saturday Night Live, uh, turned 45. And there's a really cool list that Mental Floss put together of uh, fun facts, behind-the-scenes things that you didn't know. Like, do you know what Johnny Carson had to do with SNL ever becoming a thing anyway? Mm. It had to do with his vacation. I'll explain when we come back on Don and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Wow, Saturday Night Live is 45 years 45. old. Can you believe 45? that? Um, I guess to some extent I can because I remember being little. Sure. When my brother would watch it, and my brother's six years older than I. So oh, okay. yeah, I kind of remember staying up late and being like, oh, I get to do what my big brother's doing. Oh, oh that's cute. Sweet. What up, Drew? What up, Brub? Uh, Brub. I call him Brub. Do you really? Yeah. Hey, Brub. Hey, Brub. Hey, Brub. Um, <laughs> hey, so I found some really cool behind-the-scenes facts 
about uh, Saturday Night Live that Mental Floss put together, which I thought were, I don't know, I thought they were cool. I want to share them with you. Is that illegal? No, let's do it. Okay. Here is, uh, here's one. Saturday Night Live's existence is partly due to Johnny Carson's desire for more vacation days. <laughs> The year was 1974. Johnny Carson requested that NBC stop airing The Tonight Show reruns on the weekend. The reason he wanted to save those reruns for extra vacation days mm. he was planning to take during weekdays. So He was a king of vacation oh, days. Oh, yeah. Right? He would have long stint guest hosts that would come in. It was great. Uh, NBC wanted to fill those weekend slots, so they hired Lorne Michaels to develop a show. Wow. Oh. Cool? They better all be this good. Yeah, uh, more good things. All right, who was the first Saturday Night Live official cast member? Who was she? Oh. Gilda Radner. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. Yes. Uh, Saturday Night Live premiered as NBC's Saturday Night. The show was originally called NBC's Saturday Night because there was already a show titled... Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell on ABC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Cosell's show ended in 1976, Michaels changed his show's title to Saturday Night Live. Interesting. Hmm. I do love that it's live. That makes it, it so fun. much more fun to watch. Chevy Chase was the first person to deliver Saturday Night Live's iconic intro line. It was the show's oh, first live. episode. Uh, he became the first member to deliver it. Yes, live from New York. It's Saturday night. Cool. That's kind of fun. Uh, Richard Belzer of Law & Order fame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was an original warm-up guy for Saturday Night Live he during ca- the first season. Wasn't he a comedian? Richard Belzer? I always think of as a comedian. Uh, he was a stand-up comedian. That's how he got a start. And then he was the show's warm-up comic in its first season, which led to a couple appearances on the show, including a stint at the Weekend Update desk after Chevy Chase suffered Mm. a groin injury. Well, he was always falling down. That was his shtick. Uh, Slapstick. That was like in every single episode, Chevy Chase would fall down. That was... Really? That was the bit, huh? That was the bit. It's a simpler time. Right? You know? Anybody have a good punchline here? Chevy, fall down, would you? Live from New York. Still got it. Hey, uh, with with uh, that, Don Pardo, the voice of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. was supposed to say, not ready for primetime players. That's how he was supposed to introduce them mm-hmm. um, during their premiere episode. Instead, he mixed up a few words, calling them the not-for-ready primetime players. Mm. Didn't stick. They don't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> it's Saturday Night Live. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was waiting for it. Thank you. Saturday Night Live cast members were originally paid $750 per week. Per week. Per week. That includes rehearsal and everything. Wow. It rose to 2000 in season two, okay. 4000 by season four. Although this number is surprisingly low to me. I wonder if this still stands. Again, this list on Mental Floss today, Saturday Night Live, 45 years old. In 2001, Will Ferrell became the show's highest paid cast member ever when he signed a contract for $350,000 per season. That seems low. Three hundred and fifty thousand per season. Per season, not episode. No, that's because remember, like Friends, they made like a million per episode. Yeah, they yeah, were but they had mil. to really come together to make that happen. Yeah, they did. But wow, crazy. What year was that? Uh, Two thousand one. Hmm. Is that a baby crying? That could be a baby crying. Okay. It's a little baby. It's probably baby. a baby crying. Okay. Hang on. I just want to make sure yeah, he's it's okay. A baby. That's or a, a puppy. I think sometimes. my wife's here. I think she's here. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey auditioned for Saturday Night Live twice and was rejected mm-hmm. twice. Oh. Did you know? Yes. Adam McKay auditioned to be part of Saturday Night Live's cast. He is an Oscar-winning writer-director. He was a longtime producing partner of Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. He auditioned to be an actual player on the show, ended up getting hired as a writer. Okay. Neat. The idea for a Hans and Franz movie uh, ended up getting shot down because of Arnold Schwarzenegger's last action hero. So the idea for this movie began and ended with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who suggested the idea to Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey when he guest starred in a segment. In 2012, Kevin Nealon talked about the folded project with the Tampa Bay Times, saying, Yes, we wrote a musical, Hans and Franz, The Girly Man Dilemma. I wrote it with Conan O'Brien, Robert Smigel, and Dana Carvey. Arnold Schwarzenegger was co-producing with us. He was going to star in it. We got it written, sold it to Sony. But I think Arnold got cold feet. Hmm. That's all. Thank you for sharing those. His agent, Schwarzenegger's agent, was like, you can't. If you do this, it's not going to be good. You won't be able to do a movie again. You can't do this. Oh, brother. Anyway. Come on, loosen up a little bit, Yeah, guy. right? Believe <sighs> in your got. star and their star okay. power. That's what I got. Hey, before I go, I'm going to be taking off early here today, but don't forget October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's brought to you by Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. My talks put together a list of resources to raise awareness and highlight many local organizations who offer support to those battling the disease. Keyword is awareness at mytalk1071.com. We'll miss you. I'll miss you too. Bye. See you tomorrow. All right, you, see you tomorrow. Okay. Be better. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, We'll be right back with some music news on my talk. All right. Because Steve had to leave a little early today, we're switching things up. Don't think that it is uh, 10 o'clock. It is actually 1030. If you're just waking up, God, (laughs) congratulations, first of all. Congratulations on a great life. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, so we flip-flop the College of Pop Culture knowledge with this segment. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is, is The Beat. beat.
right, a couple of things. First and foremost, I know you probably covered this in your Dirt Alert, Dawn, but um, David Crosby... Wow, he just says whatever he wants, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he sure does. Oh, man. Well, here's the latest. After Eddie Van Halen passed away just very recently, someone asked him for his opinion on Eddie. And his response was, meh. Oh, boy. (laughs) So that got under a lot of people's skin, as you can imagine. There was one fan who told David that his comments were crude they were unkind they lacked empathy and he said sorry just meant he does not move me much okay so then someone from the band la guns yes was a little more (laughs) blunt and said wrong answer and rude as bleep starts with an f and went on to say there are better ways to say you don't care for someone's music that was very disrespectful and yes straight out bleep bleep and your smug answer oh but my favorite is d snyder of twisted sister then backs <laughs> up this tracy from la guns and says agreed that said i've always hated david crosby and his mustache oh <laughs> yes okay i like this So then another fan says that Eddie changed the world of guitar. And then David Crosby said, "Mm, Hendrix changed the world of guitar. Nobody else, really. Then he goes on to say, look, I get it. Many of you loved Van Halen. And the one time I met him, he was nice. He was talented. Meh to me means I don't care that much. And I don't. Doesn't mean he wasn't good, but he was not for me. Still the wrong answer, if you ask me. (laughs) Just have a little class if somebody's passed away, especially after they've battled cancer and, you know, what their family's been through. Why make it into the news because you said, eh. It's like, do you think that makes you seem cool? Or that we're going to respect you more as an artist or a musician? Have some class and say, gosh, the world is really going to miss a great guitarist. You don't have to say, yeah, I, I loved don't know. him. He was great. It's just, yeah, it's what don't you get? You're a grown up. Yeah. You know what I it's mean? It's just kind of a selfish thing to say. So weird. Yeah. Anyway, so that's making music news today. Then I wanted to talk to you about this, Dawn. Okay. On rapper logic. Mm hmm. Reportedly paid two hundred and twenty six thousand U.S. dollars for a first edition Charizard, 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 mm-hmm. Charizard Pokemon card. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, yeah, it's probably how much did he pay? Well, in U.S. dollars, it was two hundred and twenty six thousand that oh! includes a 20 percent uh, buyer's premium that was added whoa so do you want to know what a charizard sounds like yes please okay i have it pulled up on my pokemon go app of course this is an evolution from a charmander by the way <laughs> that's it kind of sounds like a rock guitar all right it's, it's like a it's like a dragon type thing and it has a flaming tail Okay. Right? All right. Well, let me tell you more. (laughs) Because, uh, let's see. This is what Logic had to say. Okay. It's it's actually very sweet. 
He said, when I was a kid, I absolutely loved Pokemon. Yeah. But I couldn't afford the cards. Oh. I remember even trying to trade food stamps for theirs. And now as an adult who has saved every penny he has made, being able to enjoy something that I've loved since childhood, now as a grown man, is like buying back a piece of something I could never have. I love this. He said, it's not about the material. It's about the experience. That's so sweet that that means so much to him. It does. I I support this logic. Oh, (laughs) and then he said um, he announced that his forthcoming album, No Pressure, would be his last. He's retiring from music so he could focus on being a dad. Oh, boy. I'm really liking this guy. I know. Me, too. He said, it's been a great decade. Now it's time to be a great father. Do you remember he he had that video? I think it was during his Grammy um, uh, performance that he had the suicide hotline yes. number and that song. That yeah. was just me. That was just so impactful. He just sounds like a cool dude. He really is. I love his music. I think he's uh, great about being socially conscious and uh, and really thinking about what he's putting putting out there. I know. Super smart guy. Right. Cool. So cool. Have you ever bought a collectible? And uh, what's the most you've ever paid for something? Oh gosh. Well, I have a tiki bar, and I have a bunch of. Uh, it's called Exotica. But in the 1950s, people were really mesmerized with Hawaii yep. and anything like tiki. And so I have um, a bunch of old tiki barware that's some of it's pretty valuable. I have um, some glasses from the Don Ho TV show. Oh, my God. From the 60s. Do they um, have like little like, um, would you call that a totem pole? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of uh, there's a there's a brand in the 60s called Orchids of Hawaii have a bunch of authentic glasses from them. And it's just it's hard for me to let it go. I almost sold all of it and I might still at some point. But at this point, it's it's probably and I also collect Fiesta wear. Which is yeah. plates, yeah, <laughs> old Fiesta yeah. plates. Oh, that's I have good a to bunch know. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like gravy it. boats and just yeah, gravy boats. <laughs> How boring am I? <laughs> but you know what? I would hang on to the tiki stuff because yeah. um, if you buy an, a, a house, that yeah. would look great in a basement, like yes. a finished basement. And like, when I used so to fun. have a house back in Springfield, Mo, um, you know, there was room for it. But right. in an apartment, you know, it was just my, basically my TV stand where I put my TV and put all my DVDs behind it. But it's really cool. It's a carved thing. And yeah, I like it. So and do you, you collect anything? You know, I went through a phase where I collected um, rosary beads. Yeah. So whenever I would go somewhere, I would just try to find something unique to that area. Yeah. But nothing fun. Like rosary beads I love. I love, um, I like to collect Christmas ornaments from every place I visit. That's cool. Because then I look at my tree and I'm like, oh yeah, remember that? Oh, I Just for my travels. That's a good idea. Yeah. Or a piece of art from everywhere I travel. Like a like a local artist, right? Who would paint something that from that area, but nothing like baseball cards or yeah. things that are going to be like very much coveted. Yeah, I don't have any. I have like all my strawberry shortcake dolls from when I was little. My mom put them in Ziplocs, so they still smell like. Oh my god, Dawn, <laughs> that's the cutest! <laughs> I love that. 
Um, one other thing that I thought was really sweet in music news today was, um, you know, the skateboard guy who was drinking the ocean spray cranberry while on his, you know, skateboard singing or lip syncing to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Well, because of that, there was quite an increase in sales for that song. Oh, yes. Yeah, 60% it went up. Was it 60 or 600? Oh, maybe it must have been 600. It was just this whopping uh, increase in sales. And so Mick Fleetwood personally thanked Skateboard Guy. And I just thought it was a very nice little correspondence. It's such a celebration of, of everything. I've heard you talking about it. And it's so joyous and, and fun. I just want to say, outside of Fleetwood Mac, we owe you. It's such a great story and so needed. It makes people smile. I'm so happy to be part of it. And congratulations on a wild, wild skateboard journey that has led <laughs> us to talking today. So it's truly my say, pleasure. Thank you, Mick. Thank <laughs> you for going out and making your own TikTok. Just everything that you guys did, the band retweeting it and everything, you know what I mean? It's amazing that you would just go out and take the time to do that. You know what I mean? Like I said, I feel blessed and I appreciate you. It's just awesome. He also got a a truck from Ocean Spray. Yep, a cranberry colored truck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just this is just. I watched it, and yeah, it's great. But I don't really know any of the backstory behind it. But just the video alone, it's just so I don't fun. get it. It's, it's, just, it's fun, but it's like, why is this one over the all the one? other? Videos I mean, this out guy's there. life has been changed. Yeah, you know, because yeah. he made a twenty-four second video. I believe he didn't have a vehicle. And that okay. was part of it, why he's skateboarding to work or whatever. Um, his name is Nathan Apodaca. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're right. As far as I can tell, there's other great videos out there that deserve as much attention. But yeah, I, I should just be saying good for him. But I'm like, how can I make a video? I know. <laughs> I think that's the difference. He probably didn't set out. Yeah, to... he just posted it on TikTok and then there you go. Yeah, I just think it's lovely that these artists actually take the time to acknowledge these, you know, everyday people. Right, exactly. And it's so special to them. And for the the fact that he took the time to do that, I thought was just very lovely. So lots of, uh, other than David Crosby, I think uh, some fun, some fun news today in the beat. Yeah. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show without Steve, uh, we're going to get tipsy. A dentist has made a TikTok video that has to do with uh, how much toothpaste you should actually be using. We've got that on the way and more. Amazon Prime Day is today. We'll discuss all of that coming up next. And just like that, we are back at your service. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve had to leave a little early today. Don and myself holding down the fort. Let's do this. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 A dentist is going viral right now on TikTok. He's actually quite adorable. Um, whew. have you been to the dentist since COVID hit? No, I, I was supposed either. to go like in August and it was just completely shut down. Not August. I'm sorry. April. Yeah. So I'm that past due. Wow. I think I am too. And I got a card in the mail that said, we miss you. And I'm like, you're the ones who usually call me and tell me to yeah. make an appointment. But 
kind of put it on the back burner, kind of stresses me out. I know. (laughs) Well, a lot of us have not been back, and um, hopefully that's not going to cause any issues down the road. But a bunch of recent studies have found gum disease could increase your risk for other things like Mm. diabetes, arthritis, stroke, heart disease, even cancer. Oh, my gosh. So don't wait forever. I know, right? Well, there is a doctor named, I think his name is Dr. Gao, who posts a lot of videos on TikTok. And one he did on how much toothpaste to use has been going viral. In commercials, they always cover the entire brush, right? Okay. Because the more you use, the more they sell. But that's way too much. Oh, yeah. I don't put that much. I just put a little tiny bit. Okay, then you're doing it right. You should only be using a fraction of that. And little kids should be using even less all we need is a single dab of toothpaste like the size of a pea that's how much i use like a third of the brush good for you i don't know i don't think i'm consistent okay i think sometimes i put a little sometimes i'm like oh well too much came out i'll just use it yeah kids under three (laughs) teeny tiny thin layer on the brush any more is overkill and it's a waste of money but i did link up the video it's mostly to music up link it up yeah at mytalk1071.com. You could see it there. Um, other things, I wanted to let you guys know that taffy apple beer is a thing. What? Taffy apple beer. Yes. So if you're done with pumpkin spice. Wait a minute. So it's, you know, we call it something different probably in Missouri caramel apple. Oh, that's delicious. Is that a taffy apple? Is that the mm, same thing? It says, um, let's see, this is in Illinois. Taffy they're calling apple. it Affy Tapple. <laughs> it's Taffy Apple, but they're calling it Affy Tapple beer. You know, maybe it's um, like a Taffy Apple. It's ones that are like coated that almost looks clear. I think you know, you're instead right. Instead of caramel. Okay. No, I think you're right. I think it's got a hint of apple juice and peanuts oh. with a hint of caramel. It's oh. probably like those suckers, those lollipops mm-hmm. that have the caramel on top of the apple. That flavor. sounds like a headache to me. You know, too sweet. I know. Right? I'm not really into sweet wine. Yuck. Or, you me know, either. it gives me a headache. Yeah. Or, or um, like a Mike sweet and Ike's. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, a cider. I'm not really into those, but I'm sure everybody will love it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. I think that's like a one and done kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. So we don't like it. I don't drink anymore anyway. So that's right. You don't do anything fun anymore. <laughs> I don't. I'm so lame. No reason other than I just want to sleep better. Yeah. And uh, just keeping weight off. I found oh, that sure. once I hit 40, it was like, wait a minute. Yep. I can't bounce back as easily as I used to. It's so true. Be forewarned. That's a bonus tip for everybody. Get your drinking done now if you're under the age of 35. Right. <laughs> So true. Um, now, I have questions. I know that it is Amazon Prime Days going on through Wednesday. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Are you going to buy anything? I might. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure, though. I haven't had a chance to peruse. You know what bums me out? Is what, I get it because it's Amazon. Everything, all the good deals are online. I wish some of the stores would compete <laughs> with the online, like Target Days. Right. Today and tomorrow they're having their thing. But it's all online? All online only. Okay. Oh, I got to check that out. Because so they've got living room furniture, 45% off. Whoa. Home office furniture, dining room furniture, TV stands, 
office. Oh, man, all sorts of stuff. Ooh, and this month, I, my credit card, uh, You every three months, you choose what you want to get 5% cash back on. And right now, it's Walmart.com and Target.com. So I could buy something on sale with Target Days. Right. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> see, now I'm getting sucked into this. I get why this is popular. Because mm-hmm. you see things that you're like, well, I don't really need that. But wow, that would look really nice. Or Christmas gifts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got this poofy home ottoman from Christopher Knight home. Of course, I clicked on the video games immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so many things. Um, Amazon. Let's see what some of the big Amazon things are that what we could pass along to you guys right now. I heard the Instant Pot is <gasps> on sale. Do you know what I want? What? An air fryer. Oh, you should get one. Here's one on the Target days. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. This one is $60. Okay. It's usually 100 Okay, that sounds like it's a decent It's an as-seen-on-TV Power XL Vortex air fryer, three-quart. Is it going to take up my entire counter? No, space? it's just a three-quart one, so it's not a six-quart. A big. It's perfect for somebody. Like me. Like a single person. Yeah, and it's... Donna, it's only $60. Okay, I'm going to do it. Fryer, air fryer. That's going to be my birthday present this year. Oh, to yourself. That's cute. If anybody else has any tips, please feel free to email them to (sighs) us and then we'll pass them along. I've always wanted a kitchen made mixer, you know? I have they're, one. They're super expensive. Did you pay $500 for it? I got it as a Christmas gift from oh, a boyfriend. Oh, yes. There you go. This one's on sale, Target.com, for $250. Okay, so while they are really great, yeah, they take up a lot of space. Okay, yeah. And I do find that it's kind of annoying to take them out like sometimes when you're just whooping up a batch of cookies you're like i'll just do it by hand mm-hmm. otherwise i gotta lug that heavy thing out no i get you it is very i mean it's a beautiful piece of machinery there. i know and then the attachments that it comes with i have a friend who does um she grunt grant grounds her own meat is that what you call it grinds oh, or grounds oh grinds yeah so she makes like um Oh, my gosh. Like meatballs or hamburger patties. She makes the actual hamburger. So she takes the actual piece slab of meat and then grinds it. So it's kind of like you you can get an attachment. Ground turkey. That's like, okay, like a food processor almost. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. So she makes her own ground turkey. It comes out like spaghetti on the other end. Okay. You know what I mean? Wow. Like a real meat grinder in the in the mixer. Yep. It's an attachment. That's crazy. I know, right? I, you know what? I do. I don't have a food processor, and when I've been doing all my baking, it's it calls for um, ground almonds a lot. So I buy you the know, almonds ground sliced almonds. No, because I can't find any for oh. some reason during the pandemic. I can't find any ground almonds, so I do it myself. But I put it in my coffee grinder. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's brilliant! <laughs> it's just a little like electronic, and I don't drink coffee anymore, so I just yeah. You it's got kind yourself of a food t- processor. It's now. a tiny food processor. It's oh my kinda, gosh, kind of pathetic. But I'm seeing some on these sales that are pretty cheap here. Dawn, so. that is a bonus tip in and of itself. Is it a little tiny? Like if you need to grind almonds, that's the only thing. I right. Can... All right. Our boss just texted me grounds. Her own meat grounds, LOL. Grinds. 
grinds. I don't know. I I don't have a cookbook coming out, so <laughs> sue me, Susie. <laughs> No, you know that kind of meat uh-huh. that you buy in a package. Gotcha. I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, good luck, well, everybody. You gotta, don't leave me here by myself. No, no, no. Please. I'll come back. I'll okay. come back. Um, first of all, let's talk about what CBS is being sued for. By this is such a crazy story. So senseless and so what's the word I'm looking for? Um, irresponsible irresponsible is the word i was looking for thank you john all week uh we'll talk about why they're being sued by ncis actors crazy story got that on the way and uh somebody who broke away from that nexium cult Ooh. we can uh sneak that in too when we come right back on my talk 1071. this holiday season peloton's got a gift for you get up to 200 off accessories with the purchase of a peloton bike bike plus or tread And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.